You better ask somebody. What up, what up, what up, y'all? I am your host, Young Smooth, and once again, you are tuned in to another episode of Kicking It with Young Smooth, the podcast where we talk about a little bit of everything. We talk about life, we talk about the ratchet and ridiculousness, and we also talk about music, one of my favorite subjects, of course. We'll talk hip-hop, we'll talk R&B, hell, we might even throw some pop in there, you never know, depending on how far I get in this book. Like I told y'all, there is a huge, huge CD book, and I want to go over some of my favorites, and I got one in my hand today, so you guys we'll we'll go over it we'll talk about some of the nostalgia and just have a good time um but don't forget that you can find me on soundcloud itunes tune in google music spotify and you can also check out the kicking it with young smooth podcast on youtube where i'll be with special guests like my man cool tone who was on there recently um and we'll, you know, just kind of talk life, talk shit, and talk current events. So some of the same stuff you'll get on this podcast, but just from a different perspective. 
So, like I said, I definitely wanted to go over the Kick That lyric. We did not do that last week. We kind of had an introduction of what the new podcast was going to be, how this is going to kind of work out. Um, so I wanted to go over that. So with the Kick That lyric, you can always submit your answers on Instagram at Kicking It With Young Smooth Pod. Or you can go to the Facebook page at Kicking It With Young Smooth Podcast or Twitter at Kicking It With Young Smooth Pod um, and submit your answers. I definitely want to see if you guys are able to get this. I'll give you clues after I finish and then you can go ahead and guess who this artist is and see if you know the name of this other song. This song is actually one of my favorite songs. I really do like this song. So I bump this quite frequently as well. So the song goes like this. <clears throat> I had to clear my throat. <laughs> I had a long john, but no silver, no gold or plat. I was simply read from the years I've been holding back. With two sides to a book, I licked stamps and light matches and set fires in garbage pails and cabbage patches. A child of the corn been wild since I was born. Climbing over barbed wire, clothes got torn. Shoes got muddy and my click turned cruddy. Wherever I go, they went, they my buddies. I brushed teeth, brushed naps, and claimed streets. Dreaming of Cadillacs, wood wheels, and plush seats. Cats with gold teeth and rappers with such beats. Max with no grief and some sacks of green leaf. When I load up my cap gun, I was ready for action. Staring at beer cans in a moment to crack one. Want to hang with the big boys and play with the big toys. And be with all them people making all that goddamn noise, man. Okay, so let me know what you what you think. Hit me on any of those social media platforms and let's see if we guessed it. Um, to give you a few hints, number one, this artist stayed in heavy rotation on 106 and par. Like that was a major, major thing. Um, then in addition to this artist staying in heavy rotation on 106 and par, um, he, it's another clue, it's a he, uh, was notorious for putting his name in a lot of the raps. And in addition, he had a huge click that had three letters to their name. Um, and in addition, some of his videos were said to mirror a Missy Elliott kind of video as well. And in addition, he's also done songs with Missy Elliott. So a lot of clues right there. I definitely think y'all can get that. Okay, so let's do what we came here to do. Let's talk ratchet and ridiculousness. Now, really right now, not a lot is going on and there's not really much to find. Um, you know, when I take a moment every now and again, I'm like, okay, well, let's look in, you know, on certain blog sites and see what they're talking about. And most of the shit, I'm just like, these, nobody is, is doing anything. Everybody's quarantined. So, mm. uh, a few things have happened though. Music. Music is out here. The creatives are being creative. So I'm very, very excited about a lot of new music. But number one, Doja Cat and Nicki Minaj squash beef rumors by dropping a Say So remix. And Twitter loses their fucking minds. Let me tell you. This mix 
was it was good. It was okay. It wasn't great. It wasn't the greatest. It wasn't the best. I don't think it was the best that that Nikki got. Um, I think that I, I I personally, me personally, like the verse that she had on Megan Trainer's song recently versus this one that she has on Doja Cat song. So, excuse me. I like. Doja Cat, I really, really do. I actually, I'm not saying it like I don't, because I really do love Doja Cat. If y'all haven't checked out Hot Pink, the shit is fucking fire. I love her. Um, I don't think that Nicki served a purpose on this particular song quite the way, other than ushering in the new females, saying, "Yo, look, I've done my time. Here's a new batch of females y'all need to really check check out and giving a good stamp and cosign." Because a Nicki cosign is is far reaching. You know what I'm saying to you? There are artists that she's instantly Nikki is faithful for collaborating with newer artists in the beginning of their careers, which is great. You know what I'm saying? So I really, really am happy that she did this collaboration, but it it kinda pales in comparison because like at this particular point, you're it's behind a little bit. Um it didn't as a remix, the only thing that it, it did was change that beat. You know what I'm saying to you? It did change the beat a little bit. But it only changed the beat on the part um that consisted with uh let's see. Yeah, so it just changed the beat on the part that it consisted with like with Nikki's part. And then Doja Cat just gave you the same rhyme, which is fine. Nothing wrong with it. I mean say so is still like number five on the billboard. I mean it's it's a hot ass song so it's doing what it's supposed to do. Um I just don't think that this had an impact and the reason being goes into my next topic was because Beyonce and Meg the Stallion came out and dropped the single Savage. So they did that on that the the couple of days before Say So came out. Savage killed it. I'm I, if I had to put a win on it, Savage killed it. Savage was um a a, a nice new mix. Um the beat changed up Beyonce was rapping. Uh, it was four minutes long, which is great. And I'm like, you know, songs are longer now, which is great. Um, someone needs to tell Kelly Rowland that. Like, I love you, Kelly, but uh, we do need a better song. Like, that coffee shit was great. Her coffee song was amazing. I just wish that it was longer. Uh, so, but Beyonce killed it. Once again, it just elevated. Like, the beat changed up. Beyonce rap. Megan gave you a whole new verse. Like, it gave you something to want and be like, okay, well, damn, if y'all do, like, a best of both girls kind of situation, like, yo, this is, this is a moment. This is dope. Doja Cat and Nikki, it just didn't hit in the way that I would have liked for it to hit. And I mean, Doja got verses. She got verses. Doja Cat got verses. Nikki, we we know she got the bars. It is what it is. But I just wish that this would have hit a little bit differently. Um, and maybe it might be a song that I might have to like as a remix. Might have to grow into. Um, I I feel like for Savage, um, not because we've heard it so much because we have. We definitely have. Um, I think on Savage, the only the only thing about that um, was. Savage drew me in with Beyonce singing these notes and paying homage to like D4L and shit like that. Like all type of things that were going on in that particular track made you sit back and be like, 
Okay, yeah, 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 this this track hits. And, you know, like I said, the track hit before. Like, come on now, everybody was on TikTok doing it. We need a new challenge because I'm tired of seeing that. But whatever, everybody, you know, is, is, and they're still on TikTok doing that at this point. Um, but it just changed the landscape. It reminds me of a time with Diddy. You know what I'm saying? Like, Diddy takes a specific song and does something completely different change up the beat even if it's the same words it's on it when the beat is different like i mean one more chance has what like three biggie's one more chance is like three versions to it like it's those are the things that keep you interested in the song you know for more than just a minute to be like okay well here's the song um so yeah those are my thoughts on that like i really want her to kind of change that up um moving on Migos has a new track that got leaked called Taco Tuesday. So it looks like the NBA player LeBron James isn't the only one who loves Taco Tuesday. Migos seems to like the yummy day as well. The group is working on a new mixtape during quarantine and an unreleased leaked song, Taco Tuesday, that just surfaced may feature, may be featured on the new mixtape. Although it seemed to be leaked, Migos member Quavo and his girlfriend Sweetie um, made a video rocking out to the new taco anthem. Like it already. I'm kind of fucking with it just a little bit. I, you know, I think it's, it's one of their playful bops. So I think that it, it would be great. I'm grateful that they making music. Um, Migos gives, Migos gives a different vibe for me personally. What I believe, I, th- I feel like Migos kind of reminds me of like Busta Rhymes. In a certain kind of way. Now, I know I'm going to get flagged for saying that. But what I mean by that is like looking at Migos, it's the vibrant, not giving a fuck, doing what I want to do kind of visual that they give. And I think that Buster did that a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I felt like, like especially put your hands where my eyes could see and it was the coming to America theme. You know what I'm saying? Or like walking like I talk it was like a 70s disco theme. Like they they just kind of keep a theme going. They 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 had the big outfits and all of those things and that reminds me of Busta so much. Lyrically no. Lyrically absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Busta of course is in a whole league of his own, but I'm here for the Taco Tuesday track. Um I want them to they need to all strike while the iron is hot. Like right now, because we are in quarantine, it is the biggest time for creatives of all sorts to, to work on it. I was, I think I even had this, uh, conversation on the kicking it with young smooth podcast on YouTube. Um, we all have to learn something from this whole quarantine situation. Like it's time for us to sit down, reflect and, and deal with this. But I don't know if I said that on this show or if I said it to somebody else. I think I also said it to somebody else too. But, um, right now in our history is probably one of the only times ever. And I mean, ever that through anything that we've gone through world wars, Gulf War, Vietnam, a 9-11, anything. Anything that we've gone through, it has never affected entertainment. And this is the first time ever, like, that this thing, whatever it is, is affecting entertainment. Like, 
not how you get your entertainment, but the fact that if we keep going like this, what's going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, there are shows that can't go into their next seasons that they've been renewed for because they're like, oh, we don't know how we're going to film. You know, we can't have a whole bunch of extras. We can't really be outside like that. So it's just, it's, it's going to make things very difficult. Like right now, I'm real, I'm super, super ecstatic that Insecure um, has come back. Like for instance, uh, before I started recording this, cause now I'm recording this on a Sunday, um, I was just watching episode four, which is awesome and amazing. And I'll get into that in a second. So to finish out the ratchet and ridiculousness, last thing that I ended up seeing was Jay-Z is trying to get a deep fake video using his voice on YouTube removed. A clip featured the hip-hop mogul doing things like rapping the book of Genesis, uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire, and William Shakespeare's To Be or Not To Be Soliloquy. Um, so the long story short, I actually watched the video. And to be honest with you, it is actually hella creepy. It does sound exactly like Jay-Z. It's like they took different parts of songs that he's done and chopped them together. And I'm like, yo. And even though it it's Jay-Z, think about that, yo. If people have the capability to do that, that could be anybody, bruh. Like, yo, anybody, could be deep fake like that. Like, yo, right now, the same thing with the, um, the first time I ever heard about deep fake for real was the Jordan Peele situation. So Jordan Peele was impersonating Barack Obama. So they showed Barack Obama and he was talking all this stuff and he was like, you know, Trump is an asshole, this, that, and the third. And they cut to, you know, anybody could be deep faked. You know, right now, my voice is being voiced by Jordan Peele and then they show Jordan Peele next to him and I'm like bruh that is creepy so that's just the voice deep fake that has nothing to do with when they put people's faces on other people's bodies like yo there are porn stars that have like Selena Gomez and Ariana Grande um on their on their faces like I was watching um my guy Shane Shane Dawson Shane is hilarious so if you guys get a chance to check that out check out Shane Dawson on YouTube it is I, it, he makes me fall into my conspiracy theory bag um, and I primarily I got into Shane because I started watching Dwayne and Jasmine who are from the DMV and I watched Dwayne and Jasmine um, because I started watching Jasmine because I was like oh it's a female gamer and she's black and she's from the DMV I'm like I'm definitely gonna watch this and then I kind of trickled down into like the couples react but back to the deep fake situation I'm like yo this could happen to like yo Art imitates life. My niggas, like, it, it imitates life. Like, I remember, like, I want to say, so that was about, like, 2003-ish, 3, 4-ish or whatever, and, like, Minority Report came out. How far away are we from that? You feel what I'm saying to you? Like, yo, and even with everything that's going on right now, like, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. And we joke. We always joke about the apocalypse. We we joke about that shit heavy. However, yo, one of the viruses in there was the C virus. How is this any? Di- I, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm just saying. How is this any different? Um, but it's 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 art imitating life, and I, I don't think that 
we I don't think that we need to be afraid. I think that we need to be aware. Like I was I was just in um Popeye's today doing a DoorDash and I'm talking to this girl and I was like, yo, I just can't wait for this to be over. And she was like, what to be over? Because this is gonna be the new normal. And I'm like, yo, it's fucked up, but this might be the new normal. Like it I think I think the part of the social distancing that I really want to have come out of this, it will push push back on is not being able to see a family like that. You know what I'm saying to you? Like those parts are the parts that I miss. And I and I, I want to say to everybody or anybody who's listening or anybody that is in earshot of my voice, be be advised that it is okay to feel whatever you feel right now in these moments. You know what I'm saying to you? It is okay to feel alone. It is okay to feel frustrated. It is okay to be angry. It is okay to curse more. It's okay to feel all of those things. We are all in this together. You feel what I'm saying to you? Because there are some people that are not leaving the house, period. And then there are some of you fuckers who continue to leave the house, which that I don't fucking understand either. Now, I have only left the house based on the fact that I am working. I am continuously working. That is the only reason. But it, but even with that, that still slows down my grind. That's not me working and interacting with other people and getting interviews and doing all the other stuff that I really want to do. But it is, I'm blessed that it's still affording me time to at least be outside of the house. And I'm grateful for that. However, if you have to stay in the house, stay in the house. Stay in the house. Go out for the essentials and just stay in the house. Because I've seen people... Um, so, yes, yesterday? Yeah, Saturday, yesterday. It um, was a good, what, 75, almost 80 degrees outside? Beautiful outside. And motherfuckers are sitting on the grass. Y'all too close. Ain't nobody got masks on. And I'm like, bruh, what are y'all doing out here? And like, I got a friend of mine who was over east and they all outside. Like, not my friend, but just in general, they driving around and you can see other people outside with no mask on. Yo, this shit is not over. And the fact that they're letting up on certain places which is part of my conspiracy theory because I feel like I'm falling down the bubble. But the fact that they're letting up on certain places, especially Atlanta, especially Georgia, I feel like that's part of a plan. And my reasoning for that, and y'all can back me up on it or tell me that I'm fucking crazy, is part of the black agenda. Bottom goddamn line. And I, I can't help but to feel that way based on the fact that that state of all states is black Hollywood. That's where we go. That's where we've all migrated to and everybody wants to go down there and make it and be somebody. And it's, it's just a lot of a lot of, I don't want to let it. Cause first of all, I have road rage. I can't, de- I can't not deal. Like I just thought about that. I was, um, circling back around. I just thought about that watching insecure. There was a shot and it was a whole like line of traffic on like a regular street. And I was like, man, I can't live in LA. Like, I'm not going to be able to do it because I, I don't like regular Baltimore traffic. So imagine living in LA like that's some bullshit to me. So speaking of insecure, um, I'm in love with this season. I think that this season is we we've touched on insecure many times and the fact that it's back because we had to we took a year break and then we came back. Um, I'm in love with the show. I think that it is amazing and I want the characters that are in the show to 
the characters that are in the show revolve around a certain kind of dynamic. Like I see a lot of myself in that where um friendships get divided and there's a level of communication like yo shit can be off. Like people can just be off. Like I've been in my marriage where we've said the exact same thing, but we're saying it in different ways. Like I hear you. I get it. Like, okay. Um, I think that Molly and Issa are in this conundrum of that, of being like, yo, what, like, what am I going to, like, what are we doing? Like, why do we keep bumping heads on, on, on this whole shit? Um, I feel very strongly about, uh, when that happens, like, I have been in that moment. I've been in those moments where I feel like we are saying the same exact shit and we're not getting anywhere. Um, and then also it leads to like with, with the spoiler alert, but with the last episode, like uh, how much of your friend are you using? Like you, you know, people, one thing that I will always say, and I've always said, and I continue to say this, people need to feel needed. You know what I'm saying? In any capacity. There's friendships, there's relationships, whatever. You need to feel needed and you need to feel like you're being heard. You don't need, you don't want to be in a friendship where you're not being heard. And I can get that. Like I, I'm, I will say that I am, I fall short of that. Sometimes if I'm in my own head and my own grind, I'm like, I'm moving like, fuck it. I, let me, do whatever I got to do. And it kind of doesn't, it kind of doesn't matter, but it actually does. And sometimes you do need to step away from that to make yourself better. You know what I'm saying? Um, what I was thinking though, while watching this episode, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I love that Molly is putting in the work and I love that she is, um, finding the work-life balance. I want Molly to go back to therapy. I want, they need to bring her therapist back. So I hope that they, they do. We are currently on episode four and we have what, six more episodes to go. So it's six more weeks. Very, very, very excited about this. So make sure y'all pay y'all cable bills and watch that on HBO. Okay. So it is time for my music review. I'm so excited. Um make sure that you go on Instagram on uh kicking it with young smooth pod and go under Radio Smooth. Radio Smooth is what I've designed um where I have kind of just every every time I think about a song or I hear a song I want to just kind of put it on Radio Smooth. So I take a gif and I take the actual song and I um I just put it into that highlight. So make sure y'all check out that highlight because there's a lot of fun stuff in there. Um, and I also shout out to all of the artists that were <clears throat> the indie artists because I did like an indie section in it too. Um, which some of these artists have been on the show and some of them have not. And those will still be the ones that I definitely want to try to make sure that I get on the show because I absolutely love them. I think they're some of the dopest people ever um but just to shout them out though we had um i did um Kalata with the song lust um i did kojo with the um fresh 
the first song, yeah, that was it. And I did Nephi, Drip Queen, which was her new song. Make sure you check that out. Um, DDM, where he say, she say, that's my shit. Love that song. Um, my man Comp, who's also been on the show with Fatty Bun. Love that song. That's my shit. My boy QG, <clears throat> who has a new album out. And also I had to take from the old one, which but 3800 Ways, which is one of my favorite songs. My girl TT the Artist, um, which... Uh, Thug It Out, which was my favorite song, which was also, I think it was on, I want to say it was either on the first or second season of Insecure. And if I'm not mistaken, I think in the second or third, maybe second or third episode, TT, um, does an appearance because I, ha- I happened to see her in it as well. I was like, Oh, I see you as one of the extras. She was one of the extras at the party. Um, and then you got TT again with Mighty Mark. Shout out to Mighty Mark and Ernest Third with Whoa. Like, yo, I love that song. That song bumps. And my man, uh, Tony Cray of Music, Cravante with uh, my girl Tune with the song Breakfast in Bed. Like, those are some of my favorites. And I'm just giving y'all snippets from some of the shit that they've done. And I'll probably even put out more stuff, but I love those songs. Those have been like my favorite bops. But right now, we're going to get into the good old days. Mm, mm, mm. What I have in my hands is a CD cover. The original folder binding here. I know y'all hear it flapping. Mm-hmm. The CD that I want to do today, I was thinking about originally going in order and being like, oh, I, because all, most, the vast majority actually, of the CD book is in order from like discography, um, until I stopped buying CDs and started, you know, just downloading stuff, um, via my streaming service. However, I really wanted to kind of go back into that and really find a CD that I loved and listen to it and examine it a little bit, um, but not as in-depthly as one of my other favorite podcasts, and this is not a plug, but if you haven't, make sure y'all check out Dissect. Dissect is an amazing podcast where they do so many different dope, dope albums, and they go in and they take out every piece from what was going on in the artist's life at that time. This will not be that. This will just be my love and my admiration for whatever CD that I picked. Um, but Dissect is dope. So definitely make sure you go check that out. I recently listened to the Lauren Hill one and the Kanye one for my Dark Twisted Fantasy. So that shit is amazing. And I definitely think you'll enjoy it. But today's selection, today's selection Comes from a small little group out of New York. Three women. I like to call SWV. Sisters with Voices. And the album that I have selected is Release Some Tension. That debuted in 1997. First of all, let's start real quick. 1997? I had just got my first job at Burger King. I was... Um, let's see, I was, I want to say about 14, 15 years old. Um, I had gotten this CD probably out of the BMG music situation where they gave you the CDs for a penny. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't act like that. Okay. Some of us are old enough to notice. I am what we like to call an elder millennial. Okay. I am 
old enough to remember when computers were not in every home or in every pocket. And I am young enough to understand how to work the technology now. So, however, there's nothing like a good CD cover. Mm, mm, mm. This CD just bumped from beginning to end. When I really think about it, I'm like, bruh, it has so many features. It has so many features. It was ridiculous. You had Puff Daddy, Foxy Brown, Red Man, Little C's, Missy Elliott, Little Kim, E40, Snoop Dogg. Um, yeah, like yo, it was just it was just crazy. So you start off the album with someone which featured Puff Daddy. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think someone might have also been on the Booty Call soundtrack. Somebody fact check me on that, but I think that that was correct. I think it was also on the booty call. So it, I think it was, but I know can we ended that. I do know that. I knew, I do know can we was on that. But then you start off with that, with, with Puff doing his vocals, doing, you know, his, his little two step situation. And it is already just an instant upbeat kind of situation. Then you hit release some tension. With Fox Boogie Brown, the Ill Nana. And it's like, yo, it, it starts to take you on this like down south kind of situation. So you got all New York girls kind of giving you this down south twangy flow. And so that shit was great. Then you go back up north, you get that Jersey feel. You got Red Man on the track with Lose My Cool. So it's like, whoa, okay, okay, I see you, I see you. And then you still in New York. We stay in that vibe. You got love like this. Now love like this. The beat itself is crush on you. And who better to have been on the beat other than little C's. Now backstory about crush on you, which I think a lot of people, um, always kind of go over when they talk about it. They never, excuse me, I'm taking a sip. Um, mm. with crush on you, nobody, ever really talks about the fact that Crush On You on Hardcore, which we'll go over that eventually because I know we'll get to that, but Crush On You on Hardcore had Little C's primarily by itself. I remember the story being like, Kim and Big was going through some shit, Kim was out of town for a little while, um, and, you know, they still needed to wrap up the album, so C's had, or the original Crush On You, C's is throughout the whole thing. And it wasn't until you got the remix with the video that you got the crush on you that we love today. But crush on you was love like this. That was what that song was. So SWV was the first to really sample that song. Um, aside from the sample that it already originally was anyway. And then in addition, I think like later on, Mariah Carey eventually sampled it. Then you get Can We. So you get that VA swag, Missy and Timbaland on this track, Missy rapping on this track, Timbaland produced the track, like, bruh. So then, they get sexy on you real quick. They they slow it down, and you get rain. And, and, and it's just a real smooth, sexy ballad. And then, we pick the tempo back up again. So you get Give It Up, which is with Little Kim. Which is actually just amazingly dope. And then, you know, Diddy, um, produced it. Um, 
along with Latrice Shaw. Oh, shout out to Latrice Shaw. I forgot about that. Um, and so that one contains a sample from No Tricks by the 45 Kings, which came courtesy of Tough City Records. And again, another great bop. I'm like, yo, when you hear it again, you're going to be like, oh, okay. This CD thus far, we've gone through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven songs. You're seven songs in and it's all a bop. Then you get to, um, let's see, we were on seven, so eight. Come and get some. We, where is come get some of this loving with E40 giving you that West Coast vibe sound. So, I mean, it's kind of great because it's like you've been down south, you've been up north, you've been over west, you know what I'm saying? Then they were like, okay, y'all done got pumped, pumped again, all of that. So let's bring it back on down. And so you get songs like When I Cry, um, which again was a lovely, lovely little ballad. And, um, then you get Lose Myself, which is also really, really nice. And then you get Here For You. So that becomes like that mid-tempo range. And then just before you leave, yes, CDs had more than seven tracks, more than 10 tracks. There's actually 12 tracks. You get a getting funky song, which is might as well have been Snoop song because Snoop rapped throughout the whole thing. And all SWV did was harmonize and sing on it. So, and they, I mean, they didn't even sing songs. They just harmonized on it and did the hook. So, Release Some Tension, 1997. Such a great year. Um, Like I said, for myself, I was, you know, just in high school, just trying to find out who I was, trying to wear some of the latest fashions, had no fashion sense at all. I do now, though, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, (laughs) But was excited and ecstatic to get my first job, bro. Like, I was like... Y'all remember, I remember going to Burger King and, um, they were, they were hiring and they were just opening up in Owens Mills. And I remember the, they were hiring anybody at that point. You know what I'm saying? We were kids. We were, yo, we got our work permits. We were able to do the shit. Yo, it was so great. Like, yo, I promise y'all being able to work at like 14, 15, bruh, I was paying my own shit. I did whatever I want to do. Like, this is the level of an only child and being able to have your own independence like that. So I had my own phone line and it was a landline phone, but it was, it was a wireless phone, but it was, you know, still landline. Um, that went, when it rang in the house, it was a whole separate ring. So my friends could call me on my own phone. I was bougie. I had a little bit of extra, but I was paying for my own phone bill. Then like I had my own cable bill at one point, like <laughs> if it wasn't cable in the rest of the house, it was cable in my room. And that was all that mattered. So I had, I had that, uh, my room was, my mother knew my love of music. My room had, I had the headboard. I had that shit all the way up until I got married. That shit was hilarious. Um, I had the headboard that had, I was able to have my three CD changer 
in the headboard along with the speakers. And then underneath I had like a 10 foot wire that went to my PlayStation so that I could have a surround sound in my ears as I was playing. So, yo, it was, it was a different time. And then I would have like three CDs and I would change up my CDs about like what I would wake up to. And then it would like, you would randomly hear a click and rotate. And so the music would be low enough and then it would just like gradually get high and shit. It was good. It was a lot. It was a lot going on in my room. I remember my room, um, before we moved in Owens Mills, I remember my room had hella posters on the wall. Like, bruh, you could not see my wall my room i had tlc mary j blige leah little kim uh biggie Pac, e40 um nwa like i had a whole bunch of shit on my wall my mother was like i cannot i don't even know what the wall looks like anymore because there was just so much but those were the good old days anyway <clears throat> release some tension swv 1997 make sure y'all go check it out it was definitely one of my favorites and i think it will be one of your favorites too so in conclusion this wraps up another episode of kicking it with young smooth um i am your host young smooth because that's what i do and don't forget as we always end it and i will continue to end fear False evidence appearing real. It's only real in your mind if you make it real in your mind. Like right now, this shit is real. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I want to say the Cardi B shit, but I'm not. I'm not going to do it. Um, but it is definitely real right now. It is just, um, you know, we're all getting to a point where we're kind of like, yo, I'm so super frustrated. I'm so tired of being in this house. I'm done. I, I people need people need people. I said it before and I'll say it again. People need people. You need to be able to interact with people. You need to be able to talk with people, you know, touch people. Like that's the thing. We were good on these screens and all of that's great, but it, it, it doesn't mean nothing without the real, real interaction. So, um, once again, I am your host, Young Smooth, and this is kicking it. <laughs> We're Young Smooth, and I am out this mile, and I'll see y'all next week. All right? Peace.